Hey everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Party Business Podcast. Before we get back down, down to Goblin Town or whatever, just a couple quick things. First, thanks for listening, as always. If you love the show, just go ahead and uh, give us a rate, a review. We're getting more and more new followers every day, more and more downloads every day, and it's so exciting. It's so awesome to see people enjoying this podcast as much as we love playing this game. So, uh, just... Anytime that we get a review, a rating, anything like that, it helps us out so much. So please do that if you haven't and uh, know that we just love you for doing that. Second, a lot of people have been asking, when are we going to convert to second edition? I think I've mentioned it probably every time, but I'm going to mention it again because we have a little bit more details now. A little behind the scenes. I know I've mentioned it before, but we do record a couple of episodes at a time sometimes and then we get a little backlogged as editing takes forever and all that good stuff thank you patrick for editing by the way that he's our editor so huh, it's so nice to to know that that's taken care of um we do have a couple episodes backlogged and i know for sure i think it's episode 17 will be our full conversion so this is episode 14 we're almost there i promise you we'll get to another fellowship phase Will everyone be intact? That's another That's another question. But we are getting close to a full conversion to second edition. It's going to happen. It's interesting looking at the stats and looking at like how we've been doing things. Even blending things together has kind of thrown things off. There's a reason why everyone's been doing so much damage. And that's because I just realized first edition weapons are way more damaging than second edition weapons. Plus the special damage that isn't in first edition those things combined are, are like just creating a crazy amount of damage for these characters to be dishing out. So there's a reason <laughs> that uh, they're kind of blown through combat, but it's still dangerous. So it's going to be really interesting when we, you know, do it right. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen, but anyway, it's coming up. It's coming close and man, I'm excited to get to it. I'm already looking at some of the character sheets, some things that we're going to be uh, tweaking. Oh, it's going to be so awesome. So that's coming up. I promise you very, very soon. But as we go into this episode, our group has finally made it down to Goblin Town. <laughs> They've gone on their own journey of sorts. Not my fault. I feel like I didn't pressure them into going down in here. Whatever happens, happens. It's not my fault. I promise. I don't want to take responsibility for this. Of course I wanted them to go down here. But they saved uh, old Dindy from uh, being captured. So they really didn't have to. But... They have their own reasons for every character's, you know, choice one way or another. So we'll see what happens. Um, first of all, this is one of those sessions that every lore master, game master, dungeon master, whatever, you've encountered this before with your group, I guarantee it. And that's you plan and plan and plan because you think they're going to get so far. And then one thing happens and it takes an hour to do. Uh, but sometimes those are still the best episodes or the best sessions, I guess. Because you think they're going to get really far, but then they dick around and do all kinds of other things you did not expect, but you end up having a blast anyway. And this, I feel like, is the perfect episode that encapsulates that vibe. So, please, enjoy with me episode 14 of the Party Business Podcast called Misty Mountain Oysters. <laughs> yeah, you'll see. <laughs> So, a little thing has happened since the last time we recorded, and that is that our very own Josh uh, slash Rory 
mm-hmm. is engaged. I am engaged. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Episode, he probably mentioned girlfriend. Now it's fiance. It is fiance wow. now. I am engaged. Congrats. Yes. <laughs> so she said yes. Um, obviously. How did she? Uh, how did she pop the question? <laughs> yeah, I was actually the one, so I was very grateful. Uh, I was the one sweating in a flop sweat as we stood outside a nice uh, garden here in the city. So it was a, it was a wonderful time, and then we had a nice little staycation afterwards. So that's awesome. Nice. nice. Yes. Cute. It doesn't so you're gonna matter send how confident the... you are. <laughs> the wedding registry to all the listeners, right? <laughs> uh, oh, absolutely. Yeah, we'll include the link in all of the show notes and the descriptions below. Uh, please blow that up and send it out on all the socials. So, <laughs> don't expect to eat, but <laughs> no, no. And you that means <laughs> I will say, Chris, I don't know what um, in the lord of the rings verse uh rule set there was but in my other games that i've been playing i did get advantage on account of love and all that good stuff happening so i don't <laughs> know love. you uh, play other we, games i do i do i play a couple other games uh, a couple other role-playing games even so uh but it would be nice to have some sort of if if uh the storyteller is so willing hmm you said that so... I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> it's worth a try. It's worth a try. Rory's trying to get whatever advantage he can. Maybe if we were at the party tree in the Shire, then maybe that would be a different story. <laughs> I, yes. I think uh, maybe a little hope will seep into the story when you need it most. Who knows? Okay, um, okay perfect. But uh, I the, the problem is I've been listening to a lot of glass cannon podcasts lately again Mm. and like you know that's like the harshest jam so (laughs) it's just like i'm it's seeping into me into my Mm -hmm. and so strap in everybody yeah what you're saying is you don't expect rory to make it through this okay we are not getting out of this no if anyone's gonna die it's gonna be finn because troy loves killing animal companions yeah if, if, if chris has proven anything is that he likes taking aim at animals and children that's, that's the innocence. The innocence. Yes. That is true. And I think the we should spread that on social media. Thing... <laughs> yes. <laughs> Cancel Chris. <laughs> Cancel us. Look, if I could take him out in one Cancel fell swoop. Cancel us. No, Elon Musk is going to be like, free speech, it's fine. <laughs> Elon is going to buy this podcast is what's going to happen. I'll take it. Uh, Wait a minute. <laughs> please buy <laughs> That'll be forty-four billion, please. <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll just take only. one. Let's be honest. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be happy with just the one. <laughs> That's true. Oh man. Um. Uh, where were we? Oh yeah, Lord of the Rings or something. Um. Well, yes. Congrats, Josh. And uh, I'll try not to kill your character this time. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Much appreciated. Up to you. <laughs> All right. This episode, but so, next episode. Yeah, everybody's oh, up for grabs. Um, <laughs> we've uh, we've got a little situation on our hands here. You guys are deep underneath the Misty Mountains. You've protected the caravan. Good job. You even saved Dindy from getting captured. Also, good job. Um, but decided <laughs> to come down into Goblin Town anyway, or at least some annex of Goblin Town. Who knows what this is? Um, and it's dark 
Who knew? And you have just seen some movement up ahead in the passage you're all kind of crowded into now. Come around a corner, way down there somewhere. You think you see a little bit of movement in the shadows, but you definitely hear something. And there are harsh voices talking to each other. And you hear, Well, this man's story is not so bad. You don't really hear it all, but it's kind of echoing down this, this, you know, kind of corridor. And it sounds like orcs. You all recognize. I'm not even going to make you roll. Because you just, you just heard plenty of their voices not too long ago. I was going to say, up yours, is that you? (laughs) (laughs) Hey. I've got one orc voice and one goblin voice, okay? And, and they're very and similar one bandit to bandits. Voice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you hear these voices, and they seem pretty far down the corridor still. What would you guys like to do? Does it seem like there's mul- multiple orcs, definitely? Sounds like at least two talking to each other. Okay. And we have torches uh, I feel like yeah. Yes, you do. <laughs> I might recommend that who who we had Chris, you said we had two torches still? Is that what you I said? I think so. I think I'm trying to remember how many guys how many you said you had lit, but you definitely probably have one in the front and back. Kind my, of yeah. My recommendation might be to have a couple people with um maybe the highest stealth rating to kind of lead the way down the corridor and let whoever's picking up the the rear to hang on to the um the torches if not extinguish them so we don't give ourselves away but at the very least keep them in the back i like that idea because i have zero pips in stealth so that's not me <sighs> same here <laughs> i am uh fairly confident in in ted's and ted's stealth ability and i also have the elusive and the small distinctive features. So Ooh, that's true. Nice. I'm also elusive with three stealth, three pips in stealth. So maybe the maybe the two of us. Let's do it. Yeah. Well, the the ranged folk would also probably be best in getting the drop on those uh, those orcs ahead. That is true. Then it d- when they come back, then of course mm-hmm. I can ambush them with the axes. It does seem like a sneak attack. <laughs> a sneak attack might be in order here. Ooh. Yeah, I think it's the best way to deal with the uh, the little the little goblins and orcs. Take them out. Can we somehow, like, in some way, attach Rory to the ceiling so that he just <laughs> like Spider-Man? Well, okay. So I do so have specialties in both stonecraft and burglary. So if you want to kind of like, I can wedge my I'll like crawl through that tight corridor. And get like that access way, and then I'm I'll, I'll be I'll be ready. I'm like just pouched Spider-Man style up above in the cavern. Leave Are we it just perfectly lifting him up there? Size. Like, oh yeah. yeah, you don't need to lift him up. He skitters up like a like oh, a oh, cave okay. cricket. <laughs> he's very nimble for a dwarf. God, the amount well, of rolls you're gonna need. For I mean, he's got he's got stonework, so he can he can. <laughs> He can climb on I, it like a, I know like a, the stone. like a dang spider. He knows how to he work that engaged. stone. He just got engaged. He has to be at least able to roll, right? <laughs> yeah, Rory. Rory's a man in love. He practically floats up there. <laughs> 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 Knew that inspiration was going to come in handy somewhere. 
Uh, I guess Tolkien never described how like dwarves traveled through their tunnels because it's usually like abandoned places that They're we get to see. They're very secretive about it, but it's exactly like spiders, like spiders and cave, cave crickets too. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I okay. don't like this imagery, but I'm yeah. here for it. Yeah, just imagine a bunch of d- uh, dwarves crab walking. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> it was like the ring. That's horrifying. No one, no one of the Balrog took him out. And he's like, oh, oh, oh. Like, no, literally imagine the one thing the I Balrog's regret. like, set it all on fire. I would have loved to have seen a Moria scene, except it was like undead dwarves chasing them out. That would have been terrifying. God. Anyways. It's uh, uh, a pretty Ted, good idea. Let me. What do you say, Ted? You want to get out of here or what? Let's do it. Make our way down this, this dark, let's, dark corridor. Let's very carefully while, uh, while move. Rory squeezes his body in the rocks whatever it is he's doing he just gets stuck okay yeah I, so, i'm done with okay, the first like, part like winnie the pooh <laughs> let me all right let's go. Yeah, he's winnie the pooh again the amount of times rory's yeah. gonna be winnie the pooh by the end of this adventure <laughs> uh, let me get this let me let me set this image in my head now so we've got ted and yurik kind of making the plan to go up ahead scout Try to figure this out. I, I assume you won't take torches with you down the corridor. Um, uh, and then, Rory, are you, like, waiting for a signal to go down and try to hide? Or what's going on? Yeah, Rory's attempting to look like he's useful in this moment. But he's mostly just, you know, he knows that he, you know, the stealth people got to go ahead. He's got no pips in stealth. Okay. <laughs> All right. So I'm, you, I'm so sorry. Uh, I'm picturing a baby. You ever seen a baby turtle trying to climb out of the sand nest? Like, <laughs> that's, that's the mental image I have of Rory trying to scale these rocks. Don't God, touch them. They have to find their way to the water by themselves. <laughs> Nature's beautiful. <laughs> oh, man. God. All right. So, t- Ted... And Yurik, um, you kind of start sneaking up through the corridor. I'm going to have you both roll your stealth rolls. And as you're doing that, you still hear, like, bouncing down the corridor, like, I'll give you some more dancing. I can't really. I, give me a little, I can't believe it. Just like this. He's kind of arguing. Maybe they're arguing. You, you can't really tell. It's really hard to tell with orcs. Like, are they arguing? Are they happy? It sounds the same to me. <laughs> Uh, Ted are rolled the, a nineteen. Are the 19 for really quick? I got a natural twelve. That was my first. But then the Ooh. the pips are the pips also d twelve or is that a different die? I always forget. That's it's it's the d sixes are your All right, pips. cool. So I got here's, this. Here's the, I rolled. The, I rolled. The, I, guys, I rolled a forty eight. So <laughs> <laughs> why we've been rolling so low? My uh, favorite, my favorite running joke. Is every episode Sean asks <laughs> what the pips <laughs> We'll figure it out. What's great, y'all, is I actually have I have these notes on the left side of my screen that I neglected to look at. I actually wrote and typed it out last time I asked you because I didn't want to be that guy anymore. It's half you of have my to be that guy it's, it's half of my screen and I didn't look at it. I rolled a twenty uh, with a D twelve. I rolled a twelve Ooh, and then a twenty. Wow. Any sixes in there? No. No sixes for me. Okay. All right. You guys are able to come down 
the corridor really like swiftly and without making any noise um ted you thought like oh you're so good <laughs> and uh, you just naturally still like that's just you know hobbit being a hobbit many times you've thought on this adventure everyone's being so loud like <laughs> just walking like oh my god but you're like when is yurik gonna come <laughs> like with me here and you realize he's <laughs> he's a little in front of you already <laughs> You're like, oh my god, this guy's amazing. Like Batman. I've actually um, I've actually snuck into one of the orcs shirts and we're both wearing <laughs> <laughs> Hey what's up? Hey how you doing? It's a great fit. Uh, what is this an XL or so you guys can get <laughs> you guys get pretty close and there's a very, very dim light kind of coming from behind them. Looks like the corridor keeps going. And you see that they've got kind of like these swords at their side. Um, and potentially the two of them may have been keeping watch. But you also notice there's a bottle in each of their hands. And um, the one on the left is like, like I was saying, it's, uh, this man stuff is a little sweet. It's not for me. But it gets the job done. I can tell you that. And uh, the one on the right uh, says, it seems maybe like he's kind of swaying a little less on the right. And uh, he goes, How can you be celebrating anything right now? We lost half of the goblins back there. And you're, and you're celebrating? And the one on the left is like, not celebrating. I'm, uh, this is all the, 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 the little spoils we got. I'm gonna take advantage of it. Before they kick us out or whatever's gonna happen. So it looks like they're kind of enjoying maybe some wine from the caravan. You know that some of the supplies did not get recovered. Um, and they're kind of just swaying at each other. And they're gonna keep talking, but d- d- what are you guys thinking? Five o'clock somewhere, baby. How how close are we? Um, in their shirts. You guys got yeah. You guys got within probably like fifteen feet of them. You're you're kind of right. hiding behind some stalagmites on the ground. You might trip, okay? Uh, and you're kind of just like positioned yourself really, really well into this like kind of dark quarter. And there's no way they can see. They didn't hear you approach. Obviously, the alcohol is probably not hurting you either <laughs> yeah. um okay how are, how are they um how are they positioned because i'm wondering i'm wondering if maybe i could position myself in such a way that their that their heads are sort of lined up are they like across double the headshot head? can i can i can i sort of can i attempt to position Clap. myself in oh such my a way gosh. that are you shooting with a beret fifty right now? <laughs> oh my gosh! Um, three sixty no scope collapse. <laughs> Chris, Chris, You're... look, Chris, look, man. If this plays out right, it's going to get like a million hits on YouTube. So I'd really just help, <laughs> <laughs> help, 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 help me clip this, please. Help me, help me, <laughs> help me, help me. <laughs> help me clip this. We got to make sure there's dubstep in the background. Oh, yeah. Um, they're uh, okay for where you're kind of squatting they are 
um, side by side, you're looking at their sides, you know, side by side. And um, they're talking kind of at each other and kind of wobbling around. Like, they're not standing still, you know. They're they're kind of like trying to hold themselves up as they've obviously drank a decent amount. This is probably not their first bottles. Um, and you kind of take a look. It would be really, really hard to line up a shot sideways because you'd have to like almost get behind one against the wall, which there's only a few feet of give. Um, to get behind both of them in, in, a, in, a, in a place. Now, as they're stumbling around, maybe you can luckily line up a shot, but um, I would have you, I think I'm going to have you roll like battle or something if you can get in position. But, okay. okay. Depends um, on what you want to try and do. Ted, I might, whispers, I might... Ted whispers really quick, should we, should we shoot at the same time? <laughs> you're, should, yeah, shoot you're at the same time. You're kind of when he says it the second time, you're like, yeah, I got hurt. So I kind of, <laughs> I kind of just, Yurik's gonna gesture over towards the one, um, I suppose the one nearest me, and then kind of give the nod to Ted. That one, that one over there is yours. Okay. Kind of imagine the one on the right is where Yurik is, and one on the left is where Ted is. I don't know why I imagine it that way, but that's how I do. Um, okay. So you guys how far have to back line up the, some shots how far, here. How far back is our party, by the way? You probably came like 40-ish feet down the the corridor, um, 40 to 50 feet. It's a pretty long little passage. That passage opens up a little where these guys are standing, but there's still only like a few feet in between them and the wall, and they're like right next to each other. Um whereas it was basically barely big enough for you and like York to squeeze down together. Um, now it's now it's opened up a little. There is a passage behind them, and then yeah, the party's about 40, 50 feet behind you guys. Okay. So Ted whispers, "We need to shoot at the same one. We need to take one out." He's Ted, you have to whisper it one more time. Oh, <laughs> it was too low. That's how stealthy it was. Dang, I didn't realize it was a stealth roll. <laughs> Yurik, Yurik was trying desperately to read his lips, but I failed. <laughs> he says very, very quietly that we need to shoot at the same one because we need to take one of them out. Yeah. So, so then let me, um, yeah, I mean, they're like, they're so drunk. It's not like, uh, okay. Yurik, Yurik you might not of, even realize what happened if you shoot. Yeah, one I think we've we've got we've got probably a few beeps before the other one even finds out. So Yurik kind of nods along, um, understanding that we could probably close the gap and take out the other one um, before he puts it together. So yeah, Yurik kind of nods, and I take out my bow and I kind of um, knock back a arrow and take aim. Line up for the for the double headshot. Yeah, double headshot. We'll still clip this. Let's do it. <laughs> all right on the count of okay. three i'm gonna have you guys both roll to attack with your bows um i'm gonna also have you roll this isn't necessarily in the rules but i'm doing it um roll your d12s twice and take the better roll because you're able to really line up a shot and um you know get you're in a stealthy position so We'll say it's kind of like stealth damage in D&D. So, yeah, roll your D12s twice. Take the better one because you really had the time to line it up. 
I have a, I have a question about that because I already have advantage on rate attacks. So I, do I get to roll four times? <laughs> oh my god! Roll. Th- <laughs> <laughs> roll I'm just kidding. Um, I'm just kidding. <laughs> roll th- roll three times. Why not? I don't think it stacks. Okay. What is the? I don't think it stacks. And this, but you're feeling. Ho- Sorry, at this point, I'm, like- all, I'm only asking because of continuity and character development. So. Uh, weapon skills. If I, I roll the 12 and then what do I do with the three points next to my bow? And I'm asking for the audience, uh, for the folks listening at home. You roll your D6s. <laughs> but you only roll those once. Let's go, gang. Well, you, you roll three him. times, but you only yeah. those. <laughs> he, he was asking for me. I was too excited. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yeah. You're or, uh, the kid back there who's not doing any attacks right now. Definitely asking for the kid. Uh, as you're lining these shots up, they, they're continuing to talk as like you had this little conversation. And um, the one on the right's like, what? Uh, do, you, do you take the chief will take the offer? Or, I mean, that's what I'm worried about. And then the other one's like, hey, talk about the offer. Dude, that we're going to stay ourselves down in this, this hole here. We don't. Answer to no one. Shriekers are no. And that's when you guys fire. Um, so what'd you... What'd I you rolled, guys roll? I rolled a 17. Okay. Uh, I rolled a 14. Um, but I did hit an edge. And I'm trying to decide whether to boost it. You rolled your d12 three times and you only managed to get a 14. <laughs> Oh, I rolled it twice because I thought you were joking, oh, okay. but I will roll it one more time. Yeah, why not? I feel I feel generous. You know, it's the spirit of love today, you know? <laughs> Take it. Yeah, yeah, we're at the same spot. He's we're at the same spot. Still up in the walls. I got some really bad D6 rolls is the problem. Mm. No 11s though, right? I got a 10, which is, mm. which is nice for a bow. Yep. Okay, let's see. I only see. got 14. He's... Um... Yeah, I'm ten just... is the edge of a bow. By the way, yep. Okay, Yurik, um, since you're both kind, of, I mean, I'm just gonna take the rearward kind of stance here, um, as where you're firing from, because that's where you have to be, I guess. Um, Yurik, you hit. Unfortunately, Ted misses. So, as you line up your shots. Uh, how much damage does the bow do? Five. Five. Okay. <clears throat> were they aiming at the same one? Yeah. Were you, were you aiming at the left or right one? Uh, we're, are we on the left or the right? I mean, you guys were kind of hiding off in the which, left side, I think. Which one, um, not for nothing, but which one looks more imposing, Chris? Which one? Got- <laughs> <laughs> they they both look about the same. They are like full, they look like orcs and not goblins. But um, okay. they're they're about the same. They look like they kind of got the same getup. They're about the same height. Um, well, we were, we were aiming at the less drunk one. The one who's <laughs> a little, little more sober than the other. Whoever that is. He was standing a little more still, so he looked like an easy target. Easy. That's right. That's right. Gotcha. So Yurik's hits him somewhere in his side, and Ted's goes flying past just barely, and like you hear the like in the 
cave somewhere behind him as it glances off. And he goes, what the hell? And someone's got a 12 gauge shotgun the- in there. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm also going to like have, uh, I'm going to have, uh, Ted is, is kind of going to like try and hide. Okay. Be elusive. <laughs> well, all right. His elusiveness. The one on the, that was the one on the right. Then the one on the left was like, what's your problem? And, uh, the one on the right's like, I think we're under attack. And they just kind of start like panicking. Like, what, what are you talking about? And, uh, they both kind of look out into the passage and you both need to roll stealth again as they're trying to hone in on you. Okay. Um, do we do the rest of the party hear the change in like volume and the company, you know, the general chaos? Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah, the rest of the party you hear like raised voices and obviously know something is is going on. I rolled a 16 in stealth. Okay. Um here's my question is if I invoke a distinctive feature which it makes me easily overlooked. Do I need to roll still? I think in this case, um, because because Yurik's there and you you're like up against the wall more than Yurik, we're gonna say you automatically are like crammed into the corner because of your size. And I've They're also just, they don't know how many stuck on the side. I also do yeah. have uh, the elusive like, like Homer Simpson. <laughs> Into the bush. Yeah. Yes. I also have the elusive distinctive feature. I don't know if that does anything for my role. But... Damn it, Yurik. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think. I think um, oh, man, these these traits, I they always throw me as to what you're you're able to do and what you're able to not do. But go ahead and roll your d12 twice. Take the better one. Catvera okay. will slowly start approaching to wrathfully find out what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, Rory would just <gasps> be uh, running ahead. Oh, uh, Chris. Yeah. I rolled a twelve. <laughs> oh. So, so, yeah. so, my question is: Do I just straight up disappear into thin air? You're now behind <laughs> them. Do I just vanish? But- you turn into one. <laughs> it's just I me. Go- <laughs> Hello. <me> <laughs> Hello, fellow orcs. <laughs> I'm a bit of an orc myself. <laughs> but to disappear entirely, that is a rare gift. Um, you guys just jam up against the wall. Like, as it's- soon as you realize you do not kill the thing, and it's like wandering around the one that you hit is the first Must one to kind wind. of take a... <laughs> like, like any video game ever yeah exactly uh, must have got away uh... <laughs> arrow 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 sticking out of its neck yeah must, i guess it goes back to guard <laughs> oh man um they come kind of walking up the one on the right that was less drunk the one you hit um is the first one up he still has more of his wits about him than the other one and he comes up he actually puts like a hand on the stalagmite that you're hiding behind and look peers down into like the passage trying to figure out what the hell that was and kind of like uses the other side of the stalagmite to kind of hide behind because 
He doesn't want to get shot at again. Not realizing right on the other side, you two are hiding. The one that's really drunk um, tries to like come over where the less drunk orc is and kind of like hits up against the other wall opposite of where you guys are like hiding and just like leans there and he goes, I don't see nothing. And is ready to just get like pushed over so easily. But they are aware and looking down. And the one you shot, like, kind of grabs at his side. He's like, well, what is this then? And he's like, oh. And he kind of, like, rips out the arrow. Oh, is this nothing? Ouch. And he, like, throws it on the ground. So he's right, on the Ted? opposite side of the stalagmite? Okay. Yes. Yeah. Ted he's, like, it. looking past... Down he's like above. looking past you guys. He's kind of looking down, and Cat Vera, you're gonna need to actually make a stealth roll here pretty soon because oh, sh- you're yeah. coming down the passage. Uh, do, does Rory need to make a stealth roll, or can Rory intentionally fail a stealth roll because he's not necessarily trying to be as stealthy running down this hallway? You can I'm just coming! run down. Yeah, pretty much. Leave Roy Jenkins. <laughs> you can, can definitely leave Roy Jenkins this if, if- you want. If Rory does that, can the kid make a roll to try to grab his arm before he does that? <laughs> yes, I think so. Um, before before that happens, you know what this, the equivalent of this is right now of of Yurik and Ted. If you've played the first Assassin's Creed game, they had a mechanic where if you just hold X, Altair will just fold his hands and <laughs> bow like a monk. But it's like, even though there's dead bodies all around you, guards would be like, that's just a monk. <laughs> like, just... He must be praying for the, the deceased. He's like sweating under his hood. <laughs> like blood down his robes. Well, that's just a monk with a sword and a... <laughs> just just for so, like some context as Rory is trying to make his run and as the kid is trying to stop Rory I Yurik is going to be I, I'm grabbing for uh, I'm grabbing for Wolfbiter and I'm just trying to quietly kind of get it in my hands with this orc on the opposite side of the stalagmite and I'm waiting for an opportunity to uh, um, jam upward decapitate his yep. ish mm-hmm. same nice. yeah, Ted, is, okay. Ted is doing the same thing Okay, you guys are getting ready. If, if Ted sees, if Ted sees the orc, this is this is the uh, the trigger. If Ted sees the orc, Ted Ted is stabbing. Okay. Yeah, I see. I stab. <laughs> yeah, and your 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 will follow suit. Uh, Chris, I actually have a distinctive feature: bold. So if I see some neck, I'm going for it. I'm okay, the... I like that. Um, man, Ted will just look up and have a face full of orc testicles. <laughs> Be like, I know where I'm stabbing. They're smaller than mine, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Gross. Misty Mountain Oysters? Um. <laughs> All right, y'all, that's the episode. We'll, uh... <laughs> that's the title. You Misty the title right there. Mountain <laughs> That's so good, Don. That's so good. Uh, um... <laughs> I have a question. Yeah, I'm in tears. Yes. <laughs> I think I think I think the kid automatically succeeds. Yeah, sorry, Rory. <laughs> um, yeah, what common skill would uh roll to stop Rory be under? You both need to roll athletics and whoever rolls higher, oh, like you win. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I got to I got to stand up for this. <laughs> 
So Rory, the image is, you hear this commotion, things are happening, Catvera's trying to sneak away, and you just start bolting, right? Yes. I should have I, known. Catvera <laughs> so, should have known. It's, it's more like, oh, stay. It's, it's happening. Oh, 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 I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming. No, that kind of, uh, you know. Uh, yeah. what, simply put, Rory is seeking to be the opportunity that Yurik was looking for as, in terms of a distraction, you know. He knows that stuff's about to happen, so he's like, listen, I just got to beat Cat Vera got in the way last time, so he's making his move. You know, <laughs> what did you roll? <laughs> um, oh, let me put my total here together. Um, 23. Sprinters. Dang. Well, <laughs> have fun, you guys. Because it was a 12. <laughs> I rolled a 12, and I have a 6. I have three pips in athletics. So, you know, Rory's just, he's been doing his push-ups. I fold. <laughs> I fold. I concede. <laughs> actually, because because Rory rolled a 12 and a 6, the kid actually did successfully grab yeah. his back. But and now the kid yeah. is just a cape. <laughs> like that. Yeah. 100%. Um, the kid rolled a 4 with no pips in athletics. Oh. Dear God. <laughs> <laughs> Task failed successfully. <laughs> and he made a really Do you... on Twitter. He made a really embarrassing noise the kid... while he did it. Like, <laughs> do you grab? Do... Is that the cannon? Are you now holding on to Rory as he's running? <laughs> or do you yes. like get a sweaty back and like? <laughs> okay. No, I love this. I love this. He's like piggyback. Okay, you go to grab. And Rory takes off, and it happens so fast that you just get caught up in it, and then you grab with your other hand on Rory's back because you don't want to get thrown off now. <laughs> There's no stopping now. So Rory's dashing down. Catfera, go yeah. ahead and roll stealth and see if they only sure. notice Rory. <laughs> Honestly, at this point, I don't think Catfera would even, like, Okay. <laughs> attempt. What Cavera actually does is she looks back towards the cave entrance and just thinks to herself, this is my chance if I just leave now. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long way up, but it's better than the other way. Uh, but then she just starts jogging, like, <laughs> following Rory and the kid. And with the saddest sigh. <laughs> yeah. She grabs my spear and, and starts following them. Um, because so Kevin also knows she's not the most stealthy person either, so yeah. Like here's how this plays out: you've got Ted and Yurik. They're hiding. They slowly take out their weapons and wait for their perfect opportunity to stealthily kill these orcs. <laughs> and they come; those orcs come up, and they're about to reveal themselves. And all you hear is <laughs> coming down the cave as. A two-headed Rory comes out of the blackness. <laughs> Wait, can monster. I can I slightly change the cannon? Yes. In, instead of grabbing onto him like koala bear style, he he has his his heels dug into the dirt and holding onto him like a sled. <laughs> and but Rory, his strength is just pulling him along. Perfect. Rory's determination. How did they get a chariot down here? <laughs> <laughs> And as this happens, the two, the two orcs kind of like take a step back as they're surprised at things coming down the passage at them that also include Cat Vera following behind. And they're just like, they haven't finished. They're coming for us. 
let's just say that we're in combat and you've caught them off guard. <laughs> so all of you guys, um, you're going to be going first. Now I know Rory, you're in forward stance because Rory's always in forward always stance. Always in forward stance. So I only know one stance. Um, and that means the kid is too. <laughs> that means the kid is also in forward stance. Um, Cat Vera, or what? What? What stance I'll are you I'll be in forward as well. Okay. For this round, I'm gonna. I'm sorry about this, but I think it makes it fair. Uh, defensive stance for Ted and Yurik because you guys were kind of hiding and trying to like hold back. So you'll go after this rushing group comes up, and then you guys can figure out what you want to do from there. Um, but we might not get out of this round because that's a lot of attackers <laughs> to two orcs. Um, all right, I'm gonna say Rory, <laughs> you're up first. <laughs> You've got his wits one. Are higher than me, so. Yeah, one that's obviously got a arrow-like injury. He's holding his side pretty well. I mean, the arrow's on the ground now, but um, he's holding his side and leaning against. He, he's he's taking a step back. He's got his like little bent sword out. The other one is up against the wall and looks rough, and you don't know what is wrong with him. <laughs> yeah, but what would uh, you like to do? I Rory knows what it is to be uh, a little rough looking after a couple of. Uh, bottles of, of <laughs> dwarven wine or whatever whatever the wine of the valley is um and so he, he kind of recognizes a little bit of a stumble he, you know he's got that short center of gravity that low center of gravity so he knows so i think he's just going to continue this like charge in and knowing that he's got you know the extra hundred pounds of the kid on his back um that he's gonna soaking like, wet yeah <laughs> 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 that uh he's gonna just kind of like attempt to like barrel roll into the the one that's uh stumbly looking and see if you can like knock him over and like get on top of him essentially okay um yeah roll athletics for that one i guess okay i am uh, very athletic clearly 18 total one six on the uh pit He's going to be a little disadvantaged because he is uh, quite dry. Very surprised. Uh, he rolls a 14, so. All right. Well, he puts a, I mean, understanding that an orc, even when drunk, would be difficult to take down. But I yeah. think Rory, Rory knows what to do, to do with the, the tall ones. Okay. <laughs> the taller they are, the harder they fall. Um, you just slam into this orc and it gets pushed to the ground and it goes down just and you are now like just on top of him with the kid like still holding onto the back of you um i think you're able to get him down he's kind of knocked prone for mechanical purposes um you also notice like a few things about him he's trying to like grab at something and it's not his sword he doesn't have a sword out yet but he's trying to grab at what looks to be a horn um, and he's trying to get that off his belt as quickly as he can, but he's still drunk. <laughs> um, we're going to say that's, that's your move then. That's fine. Um, and the kid is up. You're can, in position. Can, I mean, you're right over this orc too. Stab down. <laughs> can I knock the horn or cut off the hand or something like that? Oh, wow. That's, that's one way to do it. Yeah, uh, uh, you can. Um, 
we're gonna say it's a called shot to try and get him to like cut his hand or cut the horn. Which what a called shot is, Kick you have you hands. can roll, you have to roll a six somewhere along the line though. You have to not only succeed, but you also have to roll a six. What happens if I don't roll a six? <laughs> what if I Then even if you succeed, you miss. Because you're like targeting a very specific spot of his body. Just do it, it's worth it. Okay, okay, what, what, what am I, what am I? Oh, What's just my, my sword stuff? Yeah, your sword and your pips. I'm scared! Your forward stance. <laughs> so that you know, the pips are, that's a d6. That's, that's oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> y'all, y'all, y'all. Y'all. So I rolled a ten on my sword, which is an edge. I have two oh pips. Both are sixes. Oh! I kid you not. <laughs> All right, there she we go. Cuts off both of his hands just in case. And causes a cave-in. Jeez. <laughs> okay, remember you could turn those sixes in to like hit harder or whatever. Uh, well, one of them in, because one of them Can is being turned Can I just stab him in the heart shot. at that point? Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, we'll, like say it's a, we'll say it's a... <laughs> yeah, just, just really shallow, repetitive stabs. <clears throat> it's a, we'll say it's a heavy blow, because uh, oh. one of your sixes goes to the called shot. So you're, you're like stabbing down into his like hand or whatever, and it's a heavy blow. So what, you can use the damage on your sword plus your body rating. Body rating. And she rolled edge as well, Chris. And she rolled edge, so we're gonna have to figure that out in a second. Where's body? Oh, four? Yeah. That's over it. Plus your damage. So, it's five. Five is damage, four is body. So nine. Holy moly. So nine. Um, really working. And then, Tasted blood. Once. Just... <laughs> <laughs> it was Let's mine. Let's see if it, if this piercing blow, if you hit edge, but now you're gonna have to roll. Uh, or actually, you roll. I'm gonna have to roll my. Yeah, that's right. You roll. you roll. That's right. <laughs> yeah, you roll. And then I have to beat. I have to beat the injury rating of your sword. rolled really well, unfortunately. Uh, 21. My injury rating says 16. Yes, okay, so, so uh, you don't wound him, but you, like, you almost cut off his arm. So you come down hard on his arm, and it's like in his forearm, you know, and you just deep gash. And the old, like your dagger or your sword comes out the other side of his arm, like into the dirt. And you come bringing it back up, and he just like recoils and like holds his arm, just ah! And you do nine damage. He is not in good shape. You yeah. probably um, cut an artery in there. The the entire um, time the kid is just going nope 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 nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 good news, good news, good news is that guy's gonna die of infection regardless. So no matter what happens, he's he's a goner. Do the the do kid is actually any... apologizing. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Do I get any fancy <laughs> things for rolling so well? Uh, glory. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, did you say Rory? <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> we've all rhyme it intentionally. We've all as a team decided to give the kid gold stickers every time he does something good. You, sh- you should let her. You should let her put a pip in any of the skill groups she wants. Yeah, or, f- or five. Yeah. Go, go ahead. But the first time that the kid got a gold sticker, Rory got really, really jealous. So you also had to start giving them. Can I yeah. put one in athletics? Because yes. I'm coming for your ass, Rory. Well, oh, okay. <laughs> whatever right. the whatever the so skill the group is at the movement, yeah, put it one in movement. Oh, just put one in movement, not yeah, yeah. Because then, then when we level can... up, even though it's going to be different, Got we'll it. use those okay. to level up. Yeah. It's cool. uh, yeah, the level up's going to be buck wild because we're going second edition fully, so that's going to be fun. Um, it actually is going to be. I'm looking forward to it. Anyway, uh, so you've got one incapacitated orc that is very, very hurt, and he's very drunk. Um, the worst, that's, now, that's, that's the worst kind of hurt. Yeah. If you can feel uh, all your drugs, that means it's pretty bad. That's bad. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Thin blood. Cat uh, Vera, you're up next. Yeah. Uh, so the one that's still standing. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go for that one. And I'm going to Achilles jump at it from Troy with my spear. We're talking o- <laughs> we're, we're, we're You talking, love that move. We're talking opening scene. Yes. Yeah. He already did this to one goblin back in the battle. And it was very successful, so Catbear is going to do it again. I don't, you might be a little <laughs> tall to try that in the cave, though. Oof. Concussion. If there's don't give Chris any ideas. Stalactites. I'm writing these down. Her shoulder blades <laughs> break through all of them. <laughs> all right. Okay. You I'm rolling? Roll. I missed. I rolled a 12 total. Like uh, 12 total? That might yeah. not well, be a miss. Because you're in forward stance, right? Yeah, or, yeah, forward. You hit. <gasps> yeah. So nine, 9 damage to that guy. Holy crap. My regular damage is as much as the kids. Jesus. <laughs> heavy blow damage. That spear, man. I have a question. Okay. So, a great spear. Um, so in my in my tiny one-celled brain, a nine sounds so little. What is like the average, like? I, I feel like a regular hit without any additional things happening, like five-ish, okay. is probably your your kind of standard hit. Yeah, nine is um, you know these guys. Have like endurance levels of 12 you guys don't have much more than that i don't think um so it's a little different from D, especially with like high level D where you're doing like i did 68 damage and it's just yeah. like oh my god like that yeah. is not really happening in this game necessarily unless you guys go up against a troll or something okay you know, let me write cool. that down uh, uh what a but, <laughs> um but yeah so like Nine to twelve points of damage. That is a huge amount of damage for one hit. Um, okay, cool. But yeah. Uh, you just come in and just take your spear and go right down through the shoulder. He he. It's still so confused as to what's even happening. He's barely putting it together in his like drunk oh. mind. And he he sees his buddy go down. Oh, and you just take him down and you push him to the ground, killing nice. him. Nice. I have to remember he was already hurt so um oh, yeah. so yeah he he just gets killed you 
Ted and Yurik, both of you, like, just see Catvera come out of the side of your vision as you're squatted down behind the stalagmite. And uh, a lot of commotions happened. And Yurik, I think you, like, you both pop up at this point. So you've got one on the ground. And so far, you don't see or hear anything else coming down the corridor. I want to finish the injured one with wolf, oh, okay. with wolf bite. <laughs> Ooh, I want his nice. head, Chris. All right. Oh. <laughs> All right. I you want come his out from behind. <laughs> yeah. You come out from behind um, this stalagmite and come rushing up. Rory's on top. This kid's in an awkward position on top of Rory that has been stabbing down. It's recoiling. Rory lifts up just enough for you to get this clear chop right down uh, without hurting your, your friends. So go ahead and roll <laughs> roll Wolfbiter, which I think is the first. Is this the first Wolfbiter yeah, roll? Yeah. Eric hasn't really gotten in close. Yeah, this but, is. Yeah, yeah. I, I've stayed at a distance, but I need to, I need to christen it, right? Yeah. Christen it with orc blood. He drew first blood. 17? 17? Blood. 6, 7, 4. Wait. Yeah, that's... I, I, rolled a, I rolled a 6 on the D12, though. What's that the, what's the bad 6? It's only six? 6 on D6s. Okay, I wanted to make sure. Okay. Yeah. 11 on the D12 is bad. Yeah, 11 on D12 is bad. <clears throat> For you guys. Okay. Um. That's a hit. <laughs> Go ahead and roll, or you don't have to roll your damage. I always forget. What's Wolfbiter's damage? Uh, five. It's just an. It's just an axe. Yeah, five. Okay. I don't have the edge number for the axe. Do we? Does anyone have that? It's twelve. Okay, I'm gonna put that down. Okay. <clears throat> um, I forget what the special qualities of Wolfbiter is too, so I have to look that up eventually. But, uh, five. You come up and you just, it's starting to scream, like, and you decapitate him right in the middle of his cry of pain. <laughs> just clean. Nice. And we're out of combat. You've got two very dead, probably centuries of some kind, at the entrance of wherever these goblins have been going. Um, what, what would you like to do now? Question. <laughs> yes. He was, what was, the horn was to, like, call his buddies? Is there yeah, more in figure, this cave? Yeah, you figure he was probably trying to alert the others. Is there a way to, do we, you know, when you when you deal with, like, a bug infestation, don't you have to go into the nest? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, yeah. The, kid, yeah. the kid's wilding kid, out right we, now. Yeah. I'm just saying, I'm just kid, there's so much the adrenaline in me, and I was just like, <laughs> I was, you know. It's Thirsty Thursday for the kid. the kid. I feel like we're gonna look over the kids blowing the horn. Like, let's get it. I was gonna say, yeah, let's gonna... go. We're always gonna take the horn and be like, no, let's let's be cautious with this. Let's not get hasty. Put the horn down. So, Chris, you said that uh, you, said, little hobbits. you said the space we're in, we can only see like a faint glow that was behind the two orcs we just killed, right? Like down the corridor. Yeah, so behind these orcs, there is a passage, and there's just a very, very faint glow. It looks like it, the passage goes down maybe 10, 15 feet and starts curving to the left, um, and there's something around the corner, it seems. Um, 
And you guys are probably have a few things going through your head. Ted and uh, Rory, there was not a lot of loot from the battle. You know, like you came into the high pass looking for some shiny stuff and, uh, you know, obviously want to help a fellow hobbit and all that good stuff for Ted. But, you know, treasure hunters here, not a lot of, like, loot from the battle. Yeah. Thinking maybe this is where there's some stuff s- stashed away. Uh, Cat Vera, you're probably thinking, you know, it's my duty yeah. to, like, uh, you know, clear the, the Misty Mountains. I don't know. But uh, Yurik, probably just hate goblins in general. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck these kids. Um, <laughs> and the kid... Is on an adrenaline high like nobody's business. Yeah, I gotta prove myself to mommy and daddy. <laughs> yeah. So as you're, as you're sitting here, ready to go in deeper, what are you guys thinking? Like what what's going through your minds as you're deciding to keep going? I guess. Bloodlust. Uh, and... Okay. I will be honest. Cavera doesn't like the whole sneaking about thing. If she's gonna fight someone she would rather fight them head on so maybe we should blow the horn no i'm not gonna blow the horn that's just stupid but (laughs) let's let's not get crazy can Can i keep it on me as a souvenir at least keep that Uh, only 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 if we fill fill the horn so that it cannot be blown into uh (laughs) we're gonna have to decommission so rory doesn't fart into the horn we're gonna have to decommission (laughs) that's now that's an idea we can use So, so Yurik hears Cat Vera's um, that that comment and kind of inside thoughts and kind of yeah. Well, actually, yeah. So is Cat Vera is Cat Vera kind of is that is that a commentary to the the team or is that sort of internal dialogue? Yeah. So Cat Vera pulls her spear out of this orc's body, you know, wipes it on the orc's clothes. and yeah she'll say she'll say these weren't even worthy opponents they were half drunk and caught unawares I understand we want to eliminate these targets but I'd much rather do so head on Yurik Yurik um Yurik approaches Catvera um says uh i i understand and there's something to be said for honor but we can do more alive than dead and we have no idea how many of them there are here um my recommendation until we know more is to continue to move quietly ted says remember they won't give you the same courtesy and kevra nods in agreement she says i understand that the mission remains the same we have to eliminate these orcs any way possible i'm just I wish we could do so on the field of battle rather than in the darkness and the shadows. Well, Soon. dwarves always fight in the darkness and shadows underground, so I'm just saying, can't leave. It's not, there's plenty of time for battle. I, uh, we just gotta, I mean, listen, I am all for diving deeper on, you know, I think we can send the stealthy ones ahead and then do the exact same maneuver again where we charge in and kill them after uh, they, you know, uh, cause some chaos and become a distraction. It I just I hop on the kid too. We don't want to walk into a goblin nest. I just think we can destroy the goblin nest after we find it. Whenever Ted heard you say "send the stealthy ones on ahead," he just went ahead and started going ahead. 
Um, okay. Where'd Ted go? <laughs> yeah. The curious Took. Um, he's, he's got the reckless trait, you guys. Yurik. <laughs> oh, man. Yurik will, will, um, will follow suit. I, I look at the rest of the party, uh, specifically kind of eyeing in on Rory, and I say, gather what you can from the dead. Um, and let's, uh, let's continue with this tactic until we can't any longer. I agree. I think the, uh, we have them on the run. And after what they've done, they deserve destruction. That's, that's Rory's wrathful side coming out. <laughs> you will come to me, and I'll hit you with my axe. You, <laughs> you will come, and I'll hit you. And... It just reminds me of the John Reese davies like, behind-the-scenes image. <laughs> his, like, choreography tactics yes. with the Lord of the Rings. That's okay. It's okay, John. If you don't hit us, that's okay. He would hit every single one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's All right. Ted goes up a little bit ahead, and Yurik follows stealthily. Yurik uh, is also. I, just I would say, like Finn whistled for like Finn has been kind of out of the action, so I'm just throwing this out there. I've also kind of mm. called him alongside me. So, okay, so you investigated first by yourself. Now that you kind of get a lay of the land a little bit, Finn's alongside you here. Um, okay, Ted and Yurik, go ahead and roll for stealth again as you come around this corner. And the light gets a little bit brighter as you come around. It's a welcome change uh, from the darkness. Rolled a twenty with one six. I rolled an eight, I rolled an eighteen. Okay, Ted, you can go ahead and put a pip in the skill group that's at the very right of that for your six nice. there. Um, actually. the stats of this. (sighs) Gandalf Rune is no good for me. Okay. Um, You guys come kind of peek around this corner and the cavern like opens up fairly significantly. Um, A good few feet on either side. In the middle of this room that kind of like forms this weird kind of like oval that keeps going on the other side. So you see the passage keeps going. Um, Looks like a kitchen of some kind, like really like dingy camp kitchen. There is a pot over a fire. That's where the light's coming from in the very, very center of this room. Um, Around it are crates and filth. And you think you see up against the wall some like knob bones that perhaps had some chains around them. It's just goblin treachery, you know. And you do see a movement around the fire. There's looks like one goblin pouring something like out of the pot. And he goes, I'm coming, I'm coming. And he turns back around and goes down the passage at the far end. But there's no other movement in the room. There doesn't look to be any kind of like uh, goblins or anything going on in here but there's crates of food stuff and filth and rags thrown in a corner and like rotten apples maybe they were from the caravan too you're not sure but there looks to be kind of like this kitchen that's thrown together in front of you Yurik looks at 
Yeah, Yurik um, is going to look at Ted and say it. It, uh, it sounds like they're they're on the move. They're heading somewhere, and I'm going to start making my way towards the fire as well. The, at the, do the same at the center of the room. Actually, Ted Ted will. Uh... <clears throat> well, I, okay. Is this a? Are they far enough away to where Ted could alert the the other people in the party in any way, or would he? Be, do they see us? I think like you could definitely kind of poke your head back around and kind of like kind of wave yeah. people on. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm gonna you, I'm gonna you've got I'm a gonna little wave. system down. Yeah, I'm gonna wave them okay. on since it looks like there is no need for stealth. Currently. Yeah, and to that point, since Yurik had handed off his torch, um, he's as as I approach the fire, I'm actually reaching for a um, to find like a log or another kind of makeshift torch to kind of illuminate the room a little better and see what we're dealing with in here. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, um, I think uh, you find like a half burned log that got thrown on not too long ago uh, underneath the pot, and. Um, are able to kind of take a look. Why don't I have, as the rest of the groups are coming in, let me have Ted and Yurik roll for, was that investigation or scan? Awareness? Can I do awareness? Awareness. Yeah, Yeah, let's do awareness. I think scan's 2E. So roll awareness and uh, see what see what you can kind of figure out in this room. Scan I will like also a call it Cthulhu good. skill. Uh, I rolled a twenty-four. All right, dun, dun. I've, got, I've got three pips in the in awareness. Jeez. Okay. I went ahead. I went ahead and put three pips next to every single uh, attribute. So that's fake. I don't know why we didn't all do that. Yeah, yeah we should have. It makes it really easy. <laughs> well, I didn't see anything. <laughs> so, I got an 11 uh, Ted you're kind of going around it's a little grisly like it's gross in here especially for a hobbit who's used to a nice tidy hole this is nothing like that there's just like rags and filth thrown into the corner there's like bones in here some of them are chained up you wonder maybe if Dindy would have been chained up too in this room it's just not this is a little much for you. You you like the whole being her, a hero thing, but seeing like how these goblins live, oof, and it's distracting. Uh, Yurik, you've seen this before, and you've seen worse. So you're able to kind of cut through that distraction, and you look through some things. Very, very little. It's a lot of rotten food. It's noticeably, you do realize there's no alcohol in here wherever they got those bottles they're being stored somewhere else so wine whatever beer that that the caravan was taking to the easterly inn not in this room um then you kind of a little bit of glimmer in the corner of some some kind of like uh maybe a goblin was sleeping here you know he's got like a little pouch that he's kind of kept next to his bed or whatever this is um, just a little bit of a glimmer off your, your flame and you take a look, see what it is. Maybe it's a coin or something and you pick it up. It's not, but it's made of what looks like brass. Maybe you kind of wipe it off. It looks a little dusty and old, a button, which is odd, but you're pretty sure it's just a button like from someone's 
jacket or pants or something. But it seems like an odd thing to you. Oh my. Can Yurik, um, can I, can I kind of, I've investigated the button. It seems to be a button. I don't know if it has, if there's any significance whatsoever. Can I, is this like an object I can kind of hold down to Finn kind of as a way of seeing like, is the owner of this object still close? Can I use the hound in that way? Yeah. Yeah. Finn comes over and uh, takes a sniff of this button. And kind of sniffs the air. You see him wandering around the room a little bit. Doesn't seem to point in any direction, though. And actually comes over to Ted a little bit. Sniffs Ted. And kind of whines, but cocks his head. And then comes comes back to you. Just Yurik observes doesn't this seem to... and says, uh, Hey, Ted, I found your button. Ted <laughs> oh, looks and Patrick says... Patrick has tried really hard not to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> Ted looks as the, at it. And, Ted, uh, yeah. What, what do I notice? You look down at it, and you've heard the story many times: how Bilbo barely escaped Goblin Town, but lost every single one of his buttons in the process, as he ripped through a very small crevice. Now. Could it possibly be that this is actually one of Bilbo's buttons? You think it's a long shot, but how many button-wearing vest people are in Goblin Town at any time? And you kind of take a look at it and think, yep, copper, brass, something. I think this is Bilbo's button that some goblin must have picked up because it was shiny and kept all this time. Yurik asks. Baggins brass button. Yeah, Yurik asks. Baggins's brass button. <laughs> Yurik asks Ted, if if uh, does this does this mean anything to you? Ted is a little bit in his head, and he says, uh, "I think I know the person who whose button this is." Um, do do they know who Bilbo is, or is this just me? Um, they. Cavera might Probably. if... I don't think I would. Yeah, Cavera like, might if you, Bjorn told her. You, you've you heard, like, Baggins thrown around more than Bilbo, probably. Um, but you you do know, like, the only reason, like, any of you probably know, like, Hobbits at all is the story of how the Lonely Mountain was ret- retook. And there is this Hobbit kind of person that gets talked about uh, in that process. So I think Rory actually probably has the best knowledge of Bilbo outside of Ted because the dwarves talk about Bilbo more than anyone else. But I think it would be pretty sketchy for anyone else to know necessarily yeah. Bilbo. Yeah, not specifically Bilbo. Yeah. So Ted, Ted will say, like, oh, yeah, is that who the great eagles had to save their ass off the, the mountain? That <laughs> <laughs> Again. Uh, <laughs> Ted will say, uh, I believe that this belonged to my mentor, the great Bilbo Baggins. Then uh, I'll, you're, my hero. Yurik <laughs> says, then I'll, um, I'll leave that with you to, uh, to take um, good care of. Yeah, and Ted, and Ted just gasps a little bit <clears throat> and then says, I am 
very thankful for this and I will keep very good watch over it. And you know what? I'm going to buy you a beer when we get home. Yurik's you're, you're kind of, Yurik sort of distractedly kind of gives him, he, I've already kind of moved on with my torch. <laughs> given being that I know very little about Bilbo uh, and I, I am definitely underestimating the significance of this trinket I'm still I'm searching the rest of the cave and he says that and I kind of yeah. I kind of like half-heartedly yeah. kind of nod over my shoulder and I'm I'm still looking around the space yeah and the, and he's holding the brass up like this and it just slowly gets darker and less shiny and you just <laughs> not, can't see it in his hand anymore and he just stops talking <laughs> <laughs> uh, mechanically uh, you have a plus one to hope, Ted, as long as you are holding that or have that button on you. Wow. It okay. only oh. works for Ted, but so uh, you shirt. can't pass Never that off. It. Hey, Ted, uh, actually, Yurik turns around. Um, actually, you know what? That, that button, by the way, I, I want that. Uh, give me that. <laughs> I feel. I want it. It's my I birthday. Feel... I want it. <laughs> I feel it. A... A little bit less hopeful hearing you say that. <laughs> As everyone kind of gets into the room, uh, kind of like keep looking around. There really doesn't seem to be much except for the passage at the other end, which then you hear a rough voice go, get in there and get more. We are starving and we'll at least have one thing today. And you hear kind of like some ah, ah, and some feet kind of coming down the corridor towards where you guys are. The Dobby. And we'll see you next week. No. <laughs> or actually two weeks from now.